0: Welcome back to another episode of Trending Up. We're super excited to be back here. As you can see we have, uh, if you're watching us, um, we have a very honored guest. He's been on the podcast. Is it what, one time,
1: two ice? Once, I think once. It's, it's only one time? Yeah, it's been a crazy it's been like, year. It's okay. It's okay. I forgive you so I guess it's because
0: you've had me on your podcast yeah. too, and we'll talk about your stuff and, and what and, you know, the great stuff you're doing with Revive Ministries. I love the background there that you have. We gotta. We're not getting paid for. It. We're not sponsored <laughs> yet, so we don't have money. to do that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Robert Cologne is with us again, and as always, uh, Sebastian Lopez here is one of your co-hosts along with Edgar de Leon. Uh, we're still reeling and uh, excited for our Lakers win a couple weeks <laughs> ago. Um, Dodgers won last night. Uh, were you? A, I know Edgar's a Dodgers fan, right? So he was kind of, mm-hmm. kind of excited. Robert, oh, yeah. you uh, are you I a
1: Dodgers fan? Don't I say, uh, I'm a Mets yeah. fan. That's how sad it is. Oh uh, what who <laughs> is New that? York Mets fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, Who's a Mets fan? No, it's 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 hard because the last time they did anything was the 80s. So I it's yeah. bad. Like they get close, but yeah, so it's hard. It's a it's a love hate relationship, really much.
0: <laughs> so I put on the comments here, uh pray for Robert, man. That's a tough <laughs> it's a tough stop to be in, man. Yeah but um yeah and you're also a giants fan so i'm sorry man i, I <laughs> you got to right man <laughs> nfc east right now i can I, I can't be one to talk because the cap, well, nfc east is just the nfc least i think it's
1: it's, it's horrible like it's probably, anyone who wins that division is, is it doesn't feel like a win it does not yeah it doesn't <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like
0: why? Yeah, you should just give that part, uh, <laughs> that spot away to someone else. But yeah. man, Robert. So um, again, thank you for coming on. I know you're super busy. Uh, we'll plug in your podcast a little later. Uh, if you don't know, Robert's just busy doing a hundred things at a hundred <laughs> times the speed. But thank you for coming on, Robert. But last time we had you and we talked about mental health, mm-hmm. and uh, I will say publicly, that's probably one of our, I think, our the third highest or fourth highest episode we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the other one we did with my cousin too. We talked about uh, mental health as well. We're very—I mean, it just shows the interest that people have on mental health, especially now, right mm-hmm. after COVID. Absolutely. We did that pre-COVID, uh yeah. mm-hmm. um, just just um, having that conversation, I think, is very needed. So we we'll probably talk about that a little bit, you know. But more of this, and and the theme is we've been taking with Edgar this new season. Mm-hmm. is more of just getting to know people and their stories right mm-hmm. kind of what motivates you what drives you who are you right and <laughs> and obviously get into what you know you're passionate about is as, mm-hmm. as we can see behind you with revived ministries but robert before uh we jump into all that and presently we're, we're just curious you know who who are you <laughs> right? uh, like i said we've had you for the podcast before but tell us a little bit about where you were you born tell us a little bit about your background i mean any funny stories any i mean yeah. do you want to share stat stories <laughs> but whatever you want to share. Yeah. About who you are, uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's
1: funny. Um, there was this comedian. He he said, um, "You know, stranger danger." When we were in little kids in uh, elementary, there's like, yeah. and he, <laughs> <laughs> there's like street smarts. You know, you you're not supposed to yeah, go yeah. to um, strangers. So yeah, I'm a little uncomfortable. you mm-hmm. ask me who I am, but <laughs> anyway, I, I don't have
0: any candy or ice cream, no, here, so you don't I, have to I, worry I'm about it.
1: No, my name is Robert Cologne. I was. Born in New Jersey, Hackettstown, New Jersey, of okay. all places. Where is that? It? Hackettstown. Hack- 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 it's, it's on the Northwest. It's actually kind of pretty okay. over there. Like right now, I can imagine it's. It's actually kind of pretty. I'm not trying, <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like We're a trying. city can be a little bit, it can be convenient, but sometimes it's not the most, mm-hmm. uh, it's an eyesore sometimes. But where I was yeah, is yeah. right near the Appalachians. It was like 30 minutes. Okay. You could go on the trail. Like I was really close to the Pennsylvania mm-hmm. border on um, mm-hmm. on the north side so on the 80 side okay. so it was really nice um okay I, I remember as a childhood i'm i'm half puerto rican half south korean Ooh. so that's kind of an interesting mix
0: yeah, oh, you're you're you the South typical. Korean. I haven't oh. seen a Puerto Rican Korean, but I've seen a Puerto Rican uh, a Mexican Korean. <laughs> you know, t- uh, trucks right? Food trucks mm-hmm. where they yeah. they it's like a fusion. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's you, man. That's awesome. So it,
1: it is kind of funny because um, I, you you know when you're a first generation American, I'll just tell you one mm-hmm. thing because. You go to school and then you see other kids, you know, like you see how different your 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 own household is compared to everyone else's. It's like, wow, yeah, like yeah. How, how we do things differently. My dad was, you know, he still, you know, he's an Adventist. He became an Adventist and in, um, in the military, actually, he was in the army Ooh. during uh, Vietnam and he went to Germany and he I heard his story a little bit that he just started reading and he really was inspired. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. when I was born, my mom and my father used to go to church, my, my biological mom, but then I know that as pastors, you both are being pastors, you know the situation. I got sick, and I was in the hospital, and no one visited, and my mom said, you don't have mm-hmm. to go anymore. Yeah, yeah, You yeah, know those situations. No one visited from church. Yeah, no, no, right? no one visited yeah. at all. Yeah, and then for me... The th- funny thing was, as a young kid, I was like, I still wanted to hang out with my dad on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, yeah, so yeah. I went to church. Mm-hmm. but And you go both are pastors, so you know that primary teachers are important. Because I went to yeah, my man. primary class. I don't know who she is. And um, mm-hmm. now I'm not saying this in a bitter way, but she called me out that I didn't know stuff in the Bible. And it's kind of oh, interesting. Mercy. And then I, I, I didn't want to be there. I just stayed with my dad the whole time. So church was not a safe place only if my dad was there when I was young. Yeah. So that, that, yeah, that, yeah. That. so that was how my faith journey began, really, I guess. I really it wasn't even began, it just stopped per se. Yeah. Um got yeah. you. Um later on in life and teenage, I um I was very active sports wise. You know, in my okay. my um middle school I went to track. I went to, all the way to nationals. Uh, I went to wow. state all that stuff. Uh, I thought I was hot shot. And then yeah, I tell uh, us about that. Tell. And I ran like a 58 second or something 400. It was a 4 by 4. And then uh, the wow, pers-
0: 58 per-
1: person in California was 12 years old, ran a 47, 46 second. And I realized how little, how <laughs> how, like, how much how, I wasn't how good. Slow you how went. was like it wasn't like it wasn't just him. <laughs> it wasn't just him. And I and I, I, I don't jokingly say this, but there was right. there was records. You get a book of how many you know the youth the youth. Um, I guess a national um, Olympic mm-hmm. rappers, I don't know what it is for the junior. Yeah, yeah. Nine, ten year old jumps a twenty foot long jump. I'm like, is this the X Men? I don't know. I'm
2: like,
1: <laughs> Spider Man. Who is this?
2: But uh, for oh, me, for man.
1: me, I, I guess what I'm trying to point out is that I was humbled mm-hmm. a lot of times when I thought I was, yeah. I was, I was, you know, good at something. Then, That's good. Yeah. Later, you know, smashing nose, Um, I started doing music. I did a lot of music. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of music tech in high school. I did mm. music tech back when it was antiquated, with analog everything right. was like right in the late nineties. Mm. And then I was also in musicals. I did a few musicals in high school. Okay. And I was in the state. No. I, you were you Romeo? No, I was not. <laughs> I was never. Good, I was never a good enough actor. The tree. No, I was not, not like. <laughs> no i i sang i was a marine in south pacific Ooh. who sang that low oh. note I, I remember that part yeah i sang the low note in that when i used to. that's funny but uh yeah that was that was it you know i i remember i used to play guitar a lot more i'm trying to pick it up again you know i was listening yeah. to some uh so that was my and then it's kind of your you're your being my again. turning of age and then i uh, my later on um uh, my like i think my junior or my senior year of high school, my mom and, and my dad uh, separated, divorced, okay? Um, oh, okay. And then after that, also, a lot of things happened. And like, oh, to, to, mm. to, to be, to be, to keep um, the people who um, were involved in high school who, but um, there was a friend of mine who got in a car accident 16 or 17 that stayed in the coma for the longest time until he passed away. Um, and then, um, there's also other th- tragic things, but mm-hmm. uh, for the privacy, I'm not going to mention any other names or anything, but besides yeah. that, um, I learned, I, I just didn't, it, it didn't make sense in my mind why these stuff happened. Mm-hmm. These were good yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to go to college right after high school, but I'm like, after all that, all this pain, all this stuff. And I yeah. started mm-hmm. feeling, I said, no, I'm going to the military. I went straight to the military at 18. Wow. Um, 2000 in the Air Force and honestly it was fine first few months mm-hmm. I went to Oklahoma that's where I, uh, I was stationed Tinker Air Force Base mm-hmm. Oklahoma I worked on aircraft and I started you know struggling you know you know with certain things that I didn't understand yeah. and that was the whole mental yeah. health portion of it but that same time a double whammy was mm, yeah,
2: 911 911
1: didn't give me time to breathe. And um, because I was, I was working several hours of, and it was just very, very hectic, high pace, you know, and um, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, it, it made me feel weird later on, but um, I knew I picked up some bad habits, you know, I and I do mm-hmm. support groups and uh, there's, there's this concept of good coping skills and bad, co- negative coping yeah, skills. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, you know, the thing about it at the time, at that young age, I'm just like, I knew I could say, I could, you could convince yourself to anything, but you could say, well, you Mm -hmm. know, you know, it saved me. It it calms my nerve if I have a shot of this Mm -hmm. or drink this or that. Right. But it's not sustainable. And that's something Mm -hmm. I didn't understand at the time. And like, I have lost people in my life to make a long, I'm not going to get a sad story, but I had some really, I had really some, some wonderful moments. And that's the point. Mm -hmm. The connections later on, like just this last year, one of the biggest lessons I learned and I'm going to tie in my faith in just a second, but was I can't help. I can't help everyone. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Another one, that's hard hard to swallow, especially when you feel like you're the one who was part of the situation that could have helped. Right. right. Another thing that I learned Mm was um, I love my parents and I'll never be able to pay them back. And that's okay. Man, these are hard. Uh... And first generation American, well. yeah. Like for me, it was hard for for me to peel those layers mm-hmm. and understand that because I, yeah. I had, no me being first generation American, I had this mm-hmm. kind of standard, uh, this kind of value yeah. that hinged on me taking mm-hmm. care of my parents. But at the end of the day, I couldn't take care of myself at one point. Mm. Yeah, and 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 understanding that, and allowing that, and that's where the that's where the mm-hmm. the you know, that's where my face story begins really. I came down here to Florida yeah. really because Good. um I had nothing going on up in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. I I I, I was well, I, around what age was that? That was like uh a... I was that was like late twenties. Late twenties. I was already like late twenties. I was I was on, I was on the cusp of thirty and I came down here, mm-hmm. lived with my dad. Cause I had nothing going for it. I remember the conversations I wow. didn't yeah. hear around me because I was struggling with medication. Yeah. Right, they were right, just right. like, oh, "What is Rob gonna do if my dad passes away?" Mm. And I was like, the kind of, mm. the, wow. the kind of, the kind of like talking about me while I'm in the same room. It was right, kind right. Of, <laughs> like
0: you're invisible, like you're there, but uh, he can't hear us. Yeah, That's
1: and the hard thing about that was my value began to sink, and this is where yeah. the faith mm-hmm. comes in because you met yeah. Joel. Uh, he was a pastor. He's a pastor of West Virginia. Now he's going to be a chaplain. Mm-hmm. He got his orders. He's going to start in January. So Joel, he's not one. He's not th- like he. One connection I had with him was that he was in the military. Mm-hmm. So I could connect that way. But one thing he right. did not do was not tell me how wrong I was. I would ask the most outlandish questions to this pastor in St. Augustine because I didn't get it. Yeah. I remember the first night right. I was like, you know, I'm never going to. Join your your church. I, tell, like, I don't yeah, even bother. Yeah. I don't even bother. Yeah, and, right. Right. and that was in September, and I got baptized in January.
0: And- <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> got him. Got him. Oh man, that's funny.
1: And the thing was, it wasn't like um, it made me also like later down the line. I you know, mm-hmm. I was the first elder in the church previous to um, to um, where I am at now. Mm-hmm. I, I remember. Um, There's a kid that I still do Bible uh, Bible studies with, right? Mm -hmm. And this is what really made me grow. And it's kind of funny. I could not go to that. I I could not go to that his uh, baptism because Mm -hmm. there's such volatility in the situation at the current of the previous church. Mm -hmm. You know how Mm -hmm. much people ostracized me because I didn't go? How many people Mm -hmm. pointed the finger that I should be there, that I'm failing him because I'm not there? But they don't realize that it was about him. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. And to this day, mm-hmm. I still do Bible study with him and his brother and sister every Sunday when I have a chance. So, like, wow. there's actually a family in um, in um, Sebastian's um, town that I've been doing Bible studies for three, four years. Well, wow! And they have not stepped into church, and that's okay
0: because yeah, I okay. still
1: connect with them. The thing is wow. they were hurt yeah. so bad in, in the previous church that I, I never wanted them to come. I never wanted yeah. them to come because I, I felt like I was gaining more ground, going through yeah. revelation with them and going through all mm-hmm. this stuff mm-hmm. and just growing as friends, connecting. Yeah. And what's
0: cool too. Yeah. What's cool is that you know what that's like, right? Uh, being like the the outsider looking in, as you were mentioning. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to go back before we continue on this faith journey. Mm. Um, Two things, two two questions for you. Uh, the first one is, um, what was it like? You kind of brought up right, being a, a first generation, mm-hmm. uh, person here. Any any any, what was that experience, right? Especially not just first generation, but your parents are Puerto Rican and Korean. Like that's such <laughs> there's similarities, but con- context and cultures are different. A- anything like in in a couple of uh, of sentences that you can share like hey this was uh how was that were, were expectations uh, high for you they
1: were you know they are um i just remember this funny story um <laughs> i told sebastian how i got singing it was my grandfather who really who, who's who's passed but we always have a karaoke machine. I think it's required for Korean people to have their own <laughs> karaoke machine. Kore- Korean culture, right? <laughs> uh, Korean culture. And it's not like it's a legit one. It's at least $700 or more. That's that's like wow. legit. Like it's
0: like nice, nice.
1: Yeah. So I remember I was at my grandfather's house in New York in, mm-hmm. in Queens, mm-hmm. New York near Bayside. And I remember oh, seeing, and he's like, he doesn't know English. Mind you, he doesn't know mm-hmm. anything. He's just like, uh, uh, he points at the mic. I'm eight years old. All right. And I sang boys to men badly. Badly (laughs) and badly. What song? What's up? But he's like, oh good, oh. And I I, for me, I just kept doing it. And I started loving singing. Yeah. And just for me, singing, I remember because I am one of those I don't know, I get I gotta calm myself from not going to church too early, going to places too early. I go to things way too early. So, I mean, you show up earlier to
0: our <laughs> church than the pastor does, man. I mean, it's, it's
1: ridiculous. So, uh, Joanne, like, we'll get ready. My wife, um, we got married in September. And I, I would literally sing in the morning, Sebastian. I was sing, like, hill song. I'll sing all this stuff by yeah, myself and on the TV. Like, cause I have my PlayStation hooked up to everything. So, that's what I do. So, mm. I, 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 that's a fun memory. Cool. The other thing is no it's just a lot of with korean culture is a lot about age okay it's a Hmm. lot about like age matters more than most of anything i'm not saying this in a spiteful Mm. way but i would say
0: interesting yeah
1: I know I don't drink anymore in that context, but even drinking—if I was drinking—if mm-hmm. someone was older than me, I would have to turn away because that would be disrespectful. White dragons looked at him. Really? That's how it wow. was.
0: Wow. So you're talking about you're talking about age in the matter in the in the sense of respect. Yes, because we we kind of have that in the Latino <laughs> culture, right? Um, where you know uh, you respect your elders and you know the you know the older. You know, you have the matriarch, the grandma that that really runs the house or the father and stuff. Mm. But it's not I I don't think it's as much as to the Asian culture where there's the actual bowing, the actual. Yeah. Like you're saying literal, physical turning away. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah,
1: um, It's it's kind of ridiculous. But like you would have to hold your hand. You can't just I can't stick my hand out like that. That's disrespectful. I have to hold it. I have to to go like this to
0: grab something to to be respectful.
1: And I wow. like to shake their hand. No, no, saying. no. To get a drink. This is me holding a cup. I would have to be like, oh, okay. So
0: you're holding a cup and you have to put another that, hand under. Yeah. It. Like a, like a waiter type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: It's, it's a lot of body language, right? It's a lot yeah.
1: of right. body, body language. language. And that, you know, but I, the thing is, there's also a double edged sword, as you may know, because mm-hmm. when there is families, um, family, uh, disputes, I've seen families not talk for 10, 15, 20 years and still wow. don't. Yeah.
0: So. Wow, out of honor in the sense of you just you dishonored just me, and so this is the shame kind of yeah, yeah, approach. Yeah, or? it's
1: a little. There's some pride and some proud. Ah, there's okay. it's, it's it's one of those. So it is it is it can be a, it could be a good thing because there's also. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to a uh, Melanie or you know, Melanie Hayes, and uh, she yeah, she yeah. there's very similarities in a lot of Asian she's culture.
0: Filipino, yeah, she's Filipino, a lot of
1: Asian yeah. cultures. My mom would bust. My butt. If I if someone came into the door, the house door, and not stand up like it was the sound of music, yeah. sound the of music, like a sound of the music, right, like right. we had to be ready. Yeah, like I could wow. not sit. I could not sit. Play on my. Uh, I would get so much trouble. You had to stop what you're doing, <laughs> get
0: up and greet them. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. So it
1: it was it was a sign of respect, and like it would put shame to the family. Family was very, and for mm. me, I for, I think it was really. Um, it's understandable because you have to look at the history. Because a lot of things start from somewhere, and when you look at yeah. Korean history, it was just it was very family-tightened. Because Japan a lot of times went in mm-hmm. and took over, and like um, and there was a lot of pain. You know, Korea has some of the saddest songs because of the Korean War. A lot
2: really? of families wow. were split,
1: from never see each other, don't know their. Wow. Around. So there's a lot of pain, and with that, there's a lot of. So for me, um, yeah, and on the Puerto Rican side, um, it's just my dad is, um, I don't know, I, I used to joke, and he's going to hate me that I say this, but if I ever won a, a reward, uh, Sebastian, there's going to be two yeah. questions he asks. Is there a bathroom oh. or there's parking? That's it. That's my dad in the nutshell. Is there a like ba- You have
0: to go to the, <laughs> the, of the location. I can, where win the,
1: I, can win the, I can win the Nobel Peace Prize. I can win anything. And my dad will ask me, is there parking and is there a bathroom? That is my dad in a nutshell. Just ready. <laughs>
0: you you're thinking about all the options. Ob- yeah, your necessities, man. The bathroom, and wow. if you got to get out.
1: But at the same time, I, well, all joking aside, he's one of the most mm-hmm. loving, caring fathers I could ever ask for. He is wow, one. Wow. Like he, I don't, I could do anything, and I'm not saying, and he would always. I don't know if you saw the movie Blow. It's not the greatest movie, but Ray Liotta, the father. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh-huh. He was. I'm not saying it was a good thing, but he would always accept Johnny Depp, whatever he did. Mm-hmm. Like he was a oh, super yeah. loving. He was like the uh, trying to be like the, the like the father and the prodigal mm-hmm. son. You know, the lost mm-hmm. son. He just runs, no matter what he did. And he always he would just love. That's how my, I would see my father, and that really mm-hmm. helped shape uh, help me understand. Like my brother, my father kind of helped me kind of bridge that idea. And that's why with my yeah. father, I have a unique relationship with him. He frustrates awesome. me, but <laughs> as, but family does. Family does. Yeah. Yeah, 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 by definition. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: but um, my my, my second question was: uh, At what point did you kind of become aware of your? Yeah, I guess aware of your mental health journey. You kind of mentioned mm-hmm. um, that high school, right? You know, you had oh your friend and God. you lost friends. Yeah. You've mentioned at different times you had your friend in the coma. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is kind of like uh, you, I, I also your, your parents, you know, go through their split. So at what point did you start? or maybe, maybe it was later, much later, but at what point did you begin to see, looking back now in hindsight, like, all oh, right, this is where I feel like my mental health was really, hmm. really took a hit. I, th- um, I
1: think, I think it was.
0: And I, and at what point did you notice that in hindsight? And at what point did you realize it in that actual, does that make sense in that actual timeline instead of in the future looking back? Okay.
1: I, I think it really was simply value. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, I was mm-hmm. struggling and and I, I, you know, but value was so huge because like I say this, even when it comes to us being healthy and being fit, going out, yeah. I always say, that, you know, I tell people if you if the people, unfortunately, I, I, I they are really hurt. Some are really damaged mm-hmm. and they're trying to heal. And if they don't find value in themselves, why would they care mm-hmm. about? eating healthy why would they care about exercising why would they care about the next day Um, sometimes sometimes I feel like um, they build some very bad habits I was one of those people the ones that kind of are very needy because they don't know they don't have anything everything's unbalanced you're shifting Mm -hmm. what's important to you because you have nothing centered nothing static because your life life is constantly changing that's the one constant is change but I, with my faith, you know, with our faith, I feel like with God, he's he's always the same. He's always, like, kind mm-hmm. of the standard. And for me, when I was able to build that healthy foundation in the safe place, which I was lucky to have at moments in my time in Florida, and even now mm-hmm. especially, it has built this kind of understanding, Like, the idea of, like, mm-hmm. people used to say, um, Jesus came down to... Serve not to be served they just they're just looking Mm -hmm. on the surface for me that what that means is jesus came to share he could not share if he was being served the whole time yes and people are way too selfish to see past that like for me Mm -hmm. i'm Mm -hmm. sharing because not because my story is the most important because everyone's story is that's Mm -hmm. the point because all of us play a part the most healing thing because i remember last year coming to the church i barely knew Sebastian, I was on your podcast once, and I remember I was in church, and I said, this is way too painful. I was about to walk mm. out. And yep. Sebastian saw me, and he simply noticed. He was just aware at the right time, and he prayed with me. Mm. And I went mm. back in. And some people may listen to this. Oh, what's, the, that's, what's the big deal about church? Understand that it's yep. my story. It's important to me. Mm -hmm. And that's my recovery story. A lot of people are very, Mm -hmm. they don't, they get, um, for me, I remember the time when I had that distressing thing in the previous church. I would talk to Mm -hmm. some family members or friends. They didn't understand why I was putting so much weight in church. Why even bother? Mm, They're not even paying you. I'm like, you don't understand. (laughs) I'm like, you don't understand the benefits that you, these people actually listen to me. And not only the people, it's not even the people. They don't understand why I do what I do. I ask yeah, people in right. church, yeah, yeah. "Why do you go to church?" They hate that question a lot of people because they don't, there's sometimes oh, yeah. they hate that question because it, it 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 talks about the foundation they are building on, and mm. what I learned is it's not so much about knowing stuff; it's about really just listening mm-hmm. and growing yeah. and knowing that people are going to have different perceptions, different ideas because they're hurt. Uh, Sebastian said. Um, and uh, um, Bob Hayes said, um, hurt people hurt people. That's, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, And sometimes even when it comes to whether it's political or whatever, some sort of idea, the reason, the thing that I, I don't like to see is that people get angry. I'm sure you're justified by this hurt, but then they want to get angry and they do the hurt to the <laughs> other person, and it doesn't solve anything. Does, it, yeah. does, it does not diffuse anything. It just makes it worse.
2: Yeah, yeah no it, it's interesting because um I, I think something a theme that comes up in uh, your testimony is mm-hmm. that part of mental health is being able to cope. and I like um sometimes in life, things don't go the way that we think they should go. or uh for example, right now, I'm dealing with some car issues, mm-hmm. um, and I have to figure out how to cope with it. Um, and we find that as Christians, we're not exempted from suffering. We're not exempted from difficult times. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I I feel like there's some people who think that um, because we're Christians, because we do this, we should always be experiencing life like in, in this, like in the good, like the good things of life, but life isn't always like that. And I I think it's really important to be, to work on coping skills, journeying with God to understand Mm -hmm. uh, because Again, we're not exempted from, um, from being uh, put under stress.
1: Yeah. You know, um, I remember talking with uh, Sebastian, I forget what context, but I remember um, a lot of times they talk to people like, oh, it's so nice to give, right? But mm-hmm. you know what? As Christians, we have to be able to accept the gift. And that's kind of mm-hmm. basic. And, you know, a lot of times people, unfortunately, they use a lot of different words, but they don't really talk about that. They can't accept a gift that no matter what you do, it's salvation is there. Right. But it's not determinant of your title or what you like, even what you've done. Because what I realize is that God has blessed me, whether whatever work I have, whatever I do, Mm -hmm. I'm blessed by God's grace to give me that opportunity to me, because I know there's so many variables in life, and if you really want to yeah. be honest, like people will say, "Well, I'm going through this. I'm like, well, you know, I've never seen in recovery, and I'll say this. I've never seen healing really come together when all of, all of us just talk about what we don't have. It never happens. Mm, it never mm, happens that way mercy. the one mercy. thing one thing that I realize is this um you get you put a, a bunch of women and like i have people that have been like domestically abused right and then you create a safe place you allow them to talk to each other they start to share nothing is solved but they feel better why yeah. mm. you know if you're a rational person you're like if you're trying to fix it you wonder why because you're like why Wait, you haven't <laughs> resolved anything you yeah yeah but there's something there for me in my faith i feel that's what God wants. That's what God puts people there for. You know, mm-hmm. He talked mm-hmm. to the people that you would not talk to, like the, in Israel. He yeah, would not God. talk to the leper or anything. But why do we? Why do we make these? Uh, how you say? Um, indulgences within ourselves. We we do it, mm-hmm. and we think we're we're doing favors. But instead, of, we're being the most impersonal people out there for the people who we're trying to mm-hmm. share it to. You know, yeah. when I think of the my faith journey, I think of it in the marketing side because that's what one of my um, fields when mm-hmm. I was in school. And um, you're trying to sh- you're trying to you're trying to inspire hope in others, mm-hmm. and then them mm-hmm. themselves to inspire to each other. But it's not about patting each other on the back. It's not about my story is more important than yours. It's all of us working together. And when Amen. I was able. Yeah. to understand that and one thing in in the business world which i think is a good lesson for us to learn if you can't replicate or teach what you're doing it's not mm-hmm. as valuable because you have mm. to share it to the next generation you got to share yep. it to the yep. next person yep. it has to be replicated or it will not be sustainable yeah. so that's a good point so. that's a good point
0: awesome robert thank you so much man i appreciate all the insight um <laughs> And obviously, I think we we we've, we've talked a little bit about, um, you know, kind of that that modern. Uh, I guess the more present, <laughs> not modern. I'm sorry, that's a bad connotation. The more present place that you're in. But tell us a little bit now, as as we go into right, we in in your in your timeline, we've already got to the point, mm. and I think you mentioned this in the last podcast in the mental health, right, and your transition to the church. But tell us a little bit of of how. Uh, what do you do now? Right, what is it now that you you know we've we've heard a little bit of who you are, where you're from, um, we've obviously talked about, touched on mental health, so people can probably put two and two if they haven't heard the other episode. But tell us a little bit of who you are, Robert. Tell us, yeah, what do you do?
1: First, um, obviously, um, I am. I am a, I'm a, a NAMI executive board member. For I'm a secretary for uh, St. John's, Volusia, and Flagler. I'm also the producer, which is now kind of funny because they made that title because of the whole virtual thing. So I, because, oh, yeah. so I'm in charge of all the virtual aspects with my chapter in NAMI in nice, in the nice. three counties. What else did I do? I do. Um, I do um, I teach. Well, tell us a little bit of, huh?
0: yeah, oh, yeah, you do teach, yeah. I do. But I was saying more, tell us more about a uh, Revive Ministries, Okay. Right? okay, okay. Uh, on, on that. Yeah, yeah, in that, in that uh, okay. aspect there.
1: Revive Ministries, you know, it's been since 2016 that I started. Now, Revive mm. Ministries really has transformed to the safe place model. I, I kind of changed, mm. like, I thought it was too listy to kind of list the types of people because, What I come Mm -hmm. to find out, it's not that it's not that fine, uh, that clean how things are are Mm -hmm. laid out.
2: People have many
1: different circumstances, many different stories. One thing that was very helpful was doing the events before I came to um, Sebastian's church and also learning with the podcast, learning that, Mm -hmm. um, learning to showcase other people's stories, learning Mm -hmm. to listen, a little bit better and then we all try to listen a little bit better but also find a safe place that people could share because one of the things i always hear and that's why i brought up nami was people feel like they're not heard number one and now as we get into the holidays number one stressor family that's it Mm -hmm. so it's it's Mm -hmm. kind of unique that these 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 are um so i try to for me get unique perspectives talk about things that um, that matter to us you know February as you mm-hmm. saw is um, um, relationships and wellness why is that important because sometimes the, the old saying a good man could be just kid could, could, could really falter by having a very toxic relationship with a another woman you know what I mean whether it's a marriage or a girlfriend or whatever so relationships mm-hmm. matter and it's not just a romantic relationship, but I find connections on our relationships are over always overlooked when it comes mm-hmm. to wellness, because it's mm-hmm. your environment that you create. And when you have that safe place, you have that room to grow. Um, spring yeah, forward. Yeah. I love it. Spring forward to wellness is kind of um, really just a reminder that there's always mm-hmm. this re- new beginnings. You know, we, we mm-hmm. in, our, in January was a brave new world. That was that's yeah. coming up, but I like spring forward because it's 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 a context that you there's always there there's this old saying it says um, um, every new beginning comes from some others some other beginnings end. There's always there's always this kind of transitions There's seasons of life. I just yeah. got married in September. Sebastian was my best man. It was very nice awesome. Him. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, but uh, besides that, that's it what was you both that's what huh yeah that's funny. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead. But besides that, it was just seasons of life the ones constant has change yeah. and for me, spring forward is just to encourage those. you may not be where you need to be, but when we stop focusing mm-hmm. on the destination and I say this yeah. and focus on the journey, we could get a lot mm-hmm. more out of it. When we when we create yes, safe sir. places in our churches, in our support groups, then people could actually, I, I say this quote and people don't mm-hmm. like it, but if you're going to make a mistake, make a mistake in the church, uh, you know, Uh-oh. you know, mm. I, it's not, I know it's kind of some people are like, Oh, but the thing is <laughs> it has to be a safe place because no one will talk. Yeah. I, you know, one thing, like yeah. if you, if you, you could like in the one sermon, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, I think Bob Hayes did. You could try mm-hmm. to change people externally, but it won't stick. It won't be sustainable. Yeah. It has to be from something, and the only way you can reach people really is to get to allow them the space to be heard. Um, mm-hmm. So um, that's spring forward that's to trying and promote I like the that. new beginnings, and then yeah. April is always showers. So I thought storms because we always have storms in lives. So, you know, we're going through mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A, a figurative storm with a, not figurative, but like the storm of COVID nineteen yeah, that we're a, all closing. facing. Um, mm-hmm. But um, at the same time. With 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 uh, with with mishaps with with uh, failures mm-hmm. per se, there's mm-hmm. always opportunity, you know. And for me, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say that that it's a finite airtight solution, but I would say mm-hmm. we have to. It's really how we look at things that really matter for me. Because when I in my faith mm-hmm. journey, when I started shifting the way I saw God, and how oh, He yeah. saw people, made me treat people differently. Absolutely it's crazy crazy concept. Yeah so, yeah so
0: that's good that's good no i love it because uh i mean something we've been talking about with trenders is just uh obviously people that are trending up that are moving forward and whatever that looks like right whether that be spiritually or mm-hmm. um, obviously our, our we're, we're coming from a christian context right but uh we just love that you 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 felt this desire to create right a ministry mm-hmm. Uh, out of something that was very dear and real to you right which is talking about mental health suicide awareness no um and just creating you know safe spaces for that so i think that's an it's an encouragement for everyone you know everyone else that's listening that um you know it's just uh it's crazy how you know your story right how god will use what you may have struggled with Mm, and what you had battles with right uh like you were talking about value right Mm -hmm. and now that becomes a a focal point in your ministry that you started right not we're not saying everyone has to go out Mm -hmm. and you know start your own brand Mm -hmm. and do podcasts and youtube videos and faith but but it's it's beautiful that 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 really god in those moments where we go through hard times god then uses those Mm -hmm. later to bless other people right so we commend you robert for your your work that you're doing with Revive ministries um the people that like you've mentioned before right that there's people that Obviously Edgar and I can reach, but you have a lot of you have a a, a audience and a people group mm-hmm. because of your experience through empathy and through hey, I know what that feels like. You can reach such a, a group of people. Mm-hmm. And so we just commend you for that. We're obviously gonna link the uh Robert's revive Ministries informational stuff, his Facebook page, YouTube podcast. We're gonna put that in the show notes. But um but thank you robert for coming on i appreciate you man it's always a blessing and always fun talking with you and joking around and it's a blessing <laughs> to have you obviously at our church but obviously as a voice in our podcast and again check out the podcast revive ministries you have Amen. how many
1: 76 episodes You talk 77 about this, right? in <laughs> the counting it's just
0: 77 <laughs> episodes and he started a year ago yeah a year right? ago it's just been a year ago man and so Robert has just been on the grind. I mean, he has great conversations with diverse individuals talking about mental health. He's on a series now talking about families or I guess we'll be. I'm sorry yeah. cuz we we were mm-hmm. talking about. But I yeah, just you you've seen those promos um Great Conversations. I invite you to check it out Revive Ministries podcast and uh Edgar, I don't know if you have any any closing words here that you want to add to this.
2: Or... Um, I would say thank you for for um, thank you, Robert, for talking to people about mental health. Mm, I yeah, think right. it's something that we all encounter, and um, it's a need uh, to address that. It's not just mm-hmm. um, about doing the right things, but is the, the foundation where it's yeah. it's our minds and so forth. So, thank you for your ministry, you. mm. and um, we pray that we can be a blessing to others
0: thank you yeah yeah say well thank you guys i hope that you were blessed by this conversation just as much as we were uh through laughing and learning more about <laughs> robert's culture right uh, just that, that fusion the puerto rican uh puerto rican <laughs> korea now when i shake your hand I'm gonna, I'm gonna be more respectful to my elders um but robert thank you again and to those listening i hope that you take this and you just feel compelled to Kinda. use whatever god is you know doing for you or allowed you to go through to to glorify him but also to bless others right whatever that looks so keep training up guys and uh, we'll catch you guys on the other side peace